Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Welcome. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect, and my special guest today is Steve Goldstein, who is the author of the new book, Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami? Transform Your Business Using the Five Principles of Engagement. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Dush. It's good to be with you. Thank you. So this is an engaging book, um, and it's a, it's a quick and easy read. Um, I loved it. Um, I've had the chance to go through it somewhat. <clears throat> Before we dive into the book itself, now you've had, a, you've had an interesting career um, working with a number of leading companies and doing some very interesting things. Why don't you walk us through your journey? What, what brought you to where you are today? I think I've probably made a few wrong turns. Um, now, all kidding aside, I, I think I've been very fortunate to have had a very, you know, different kind of background. I started off working with large companies. I worked for three major brands. I was with Citigroup for eight years uh, in a variety of positions in 
consumer financial services. I then went to American Express and I was there for just about 15 years and got involved in everything from running the strategic planning group to starting uh, their consumer lending business. At the time, American Express, believe it or not, was not lending money to customers. They were just using the American Express card where you had to pay in full every, every month. And I started several banks, which enabled us to lend money uh, to customers. I then got involved in running the American Express card merchant business, which was a great job because I was actually dealing with real customers for the first time. And I was fortunate to go over to Europe to run our businesses over there. And then I ran American Express Bank as chairman and CEO, which was in great need of a turnaround. And this was my first restructuring experience, internal restructuring experience, which was very difficult at the time, but in retrospect was great in sort of working in uh, a very crisis uh, uh, type of scenario. Uh, my third large company, I went to Sears where I ran the credit card business, which was at the time the largest uh, non-bank credit card in the world. And um, at that point I had made a decision that I I had my fill of working in large companies and decided to take a big plunge. I always uh, had a lot of entrepreneurial instincts uh, and always liked building new things. And I got together with a few friends and we started investing in small companies uh, and did that for about eight years and, and invested in um, uh, startups as well as some early stage companies where we were able to both invest money and uh, for want of a better term, provide adult supervision to what were typically very young people who had a great who had great ideas, but they really didn't know how to scale a business. Uh, from that, I sort of segued into the private equity world, working with several private equity firms as well as an advisory firm called Alvarez and Marcel. And then, in the last three years, I decided that I wanted to essentially be my own boss uh, for the first time. And I mapped out a plan for myself, which I'm proud to tell you I'm tracking to, which was to have sort of a smorgasbord of activities ranging from uh, being a senior advisor to three private equity firms, um, having a couple of board seats in some companies, giving me the time to write my book, which I was able to do. And now I'm spending most of my, all of my time uh, advising leaders, uh, speaking, writing, and promoting my book. So it's Fantastic. you know, so it's it's sort of run the gamut. And, and and the great thing is that you know everything I just said has been a building process. I, I couldn't have gotten, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't sat in all those chairs and had had hadn't had all of those experiences along the way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're all the creatures of our of our experience and our background and what we are today we owe to everything that's happened in our past whether it's been pleasant or otherwise when it happened exactly exactly so, yeah so that's uh, that's fascinating um, now I love the the concept that you've uh, you've outlined in your book um, the five principles in engagement are really very very simple I mean uh, often, you know the 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 kinds of 
books that I really enjoy are not necessarily ones that have some obscure bit of knowledge that nobody knows about or some weird secret. Um, but really, it is the very simple things uh, that we tend to forget. We all know them. They're all intuitively obvious. Uh, but when we have them, you know, given to us in a in a framework, just like you're doing in the book, it just becomes so much more powerful and the message resonates so well. And uh, just as you say in your book, um, you know, the power of storytelling, how, you know, the message sinks in so much better when you provide that message in the form of a story. So, you know, the the five uh, principles are super simple. Um, we have just about four minutes in this segment. Would you care to just outline what those five principles are? Sure. And, and I think, as you said very, very well, the, the, the hard part of writing the book for me was to keep it simple. Um, and I felt very strong and feel very strongly that if someone doesn't get it, um, it's kind of pointless because what I was trying to do with the book is share knowledge that people could actually use in a practical context. And the idea of having the five principles and coming up with simple words that people could use to key off on these principles was really important. So the first one is, is called Fresh Eyes. And, and fresh eyes is exactly what it means. It's looking things in a new light. It's, sure. it's, it's totally an outside-in perspective. And, um, you know, if you're a consultant, by definition, you have fresh eyes. If you're a new CEO and you come into a company day one, you have fresh eyes. But if you're the head of marketing and you've had your job for three years and you've been with the company for 10 years, you start assuming things and taking things for granted. And you don't see things that are hiding in plain sight. And many of those, either good or bad, preclude you from really making good decisions. And so part of what I talk about in the book is learning to adopt an outsider's perspective. And that really tends to lead to creative insights and the ability to solve problems as if you were an outsider. Um, the second one is I call hot buttons. And what hot buttons, the core of what hot buttons is about is focus. Most human beings uh, can only focus on a few things very well, regardless of how smart you are. And this is about focus. So I, I often go to companies and they'll say, we have these 15 strategic priorities, or we have these 43 action programs, and we have, you know, and the numbers are big. And what I tell leaders is, you know, it's like the old story of a jack of all trades and a master of none. What you have to do with hot buttons, and it's a very difficult process, and it's a painful process, is to work with your team to figure out what are the two or three critical jugular levers that are sort of life and death issues. And when you figure those out and you move everything else to the side and you communicate that clearly with the organization, you know, really great things can happen. So that's hot buttons. 
the, the third one I call connecting. And this is really nothing more than deeply interacting with your employees on a, and customers on a regular basis. It's astounding to me how little time people, leaders spend with either or both their, their employees and customers. And what, what I'll, get, I'll just give you one little vignette. If you look at a store like The Gap, a company like The Gap, there's more than 20 levels between the CEO and the part-time sales clerk in the store. 20. And yet that person who, you know, is, is, is working, you know, 20 hours a week uh, and is generally not happy for a whole bunch of reasons is the only person in the company who is dealing with a customer. And she knows what's working. She knows what's not working. She hears the good and bad from the customer and no one talks to this person. No one avails themselves of her knowledge. And it's astounding. And I can tell you that as I was writing the book and reflecting on a lot of things that happened over the years, I can't count this, you know, arithmetically, but I would say well more than 75% of the successes that I've had have come from dealing directly with employees and customers and finding out what's working, what's not working, what do people want, what do they hate listening to them very carefully and then responding in a, in a positive way to that feedback. And it works. The fourth one is I call transparency. And this is really, this is about a couple of things. One is it's, it's a fundamental belief that I have that the more people know, the better they can do their jobs. When you uh, talk to people who are in the military or in the police department before they go on a, a situation, um, they make sure that everybody on the team knows everything possible. And the reason for that is, regardless of what the plans are, unforeseen things happen, and, and people need to instantly react to a situation. So the more they know, the more they can take into account when something unforeseen happens. And it's amazing to me how stingy leaders are with information. And a related piece of transparency is dealing with the issue of silos. One of the worst things that happens in, in companies, large and small, is that people operate within their own cocoons. And, you know, if I'm the CFO, you know, my group's the most important and manufacturing never knows what they're doing right, vice versa. It's the field versus headquarters. It's sales versus marketing. It's always versus somebody else. And the reality is that business works across the organization. That's why the best organizations, in my opinion, are those who have learned how to work successfully with cross-functional teams. And part of that is sharing information. So that's the fourth one. We're going to take a short break now, and when we're back, we'll continue our conversation with Steve Goldstein, the author of Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami? So don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? 
Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And our guest today is Steve Goldstein the author of the new book, Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami? Transform Your Business Using the Five Principles of Engagement. Steve, before the break, we we were talking about the, uh, the five principles, and I think we got to four when we had to break for um, our commercial break. So can we quickly pick up on the fifth one, which I think you were uh, talking about speed? So let's pick up the the fifth principle, and if we could quickly go through that, then we can get on with some other interesting things that we'd like to chat with you about. Sure. So the fifth principle is, as you said, is speed, and it really it really talks about moving fast. Uh, Mario Andretti has a great quote. He says, "If your car's under control, you're not going fast enough." And I, I fully subscribe to that. I, I actually had lunch today with a CEO who was telling me about this great new project he has in his company. Um, they came up with last week and they're planning to launch it in August. And I said, well, why don't you launch it next week? And he says, well, he gave me this whole explanation. And I basically said to him, look, if you think this is so great, stop doing something that you're currently doing. That's not as good as this and do this one. And it, it's, it's amazing to me how people um, are, are not willing to, to prioritize and make and make tough decisions. I think, you know, as, as you look at what's going on, uh, not only in the conventional world, but in the online world, so many businesses are getting uh, disrupted by, by new companies. And 
you know, I think leaders have, have a, f- a fundamental decision to make in terms of do they want to win or are they prepared to essentially, st- if you're not moving quickly, you're basically standing in place. And if everybody's moving faster than you, you're actually, you know, going backwards the way I see things. So sure. I, I just can't urge people enough uh, to go faster and faster. And and here, you know, I think the model is to really, you know, follow what startups do. Great. So um, that those five principles are, uh, are super simple. And in your book, you've you know, taken that and you've you've created such a compelling narrative that I think this will be of huge value to entrepreneurs and I'm sure they'll they'll love to get more of it. Um, let's let's talk for a moment about um, how you came to write the book. Uh, was was there a book in you always? Was this something you always wanted to do or did did you feel like through your various experiences, you found that these were five points and five simple principles that crystallized for you, and you felt the need to share it with others. What was the what was the motivation that got you to write the book? Well, I wish it was as simple as you just explained it. I think that uh, I had been threatening to write a book for probably about ten years, um, and it was nothing more than a threat uh, to myself. And um, it's really hard to do. Having never done it before, I probably started several times. And after an hour looking at my my screen and it was still white with no nothing on it, I, I, I sort of gave up a few times. I think what really uh, uh, galvanized me to do this is several friends of mine, as well as two clients of mine, really strongly suggested that. I have something valuable to contribute to others and I should take the time to write the book and share it. And, um, when I, when I heard it from enough people, I I started to realize that, you know, maybe I should write this book. If there are enough people who are telling me to do this, maybe I, I really should, you know, buckle down and, and do it. And, 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 and I think that's what really crystallized me to, to set out to do it. Now, when I started, um, I wasn't quite sure where the book would go. And so I started writing stories about my experiences, uh, not sure where they were going to all end up. Um, and then I realized that I didn't want the, the book to be about me. I didn't want it to be a biography. So I wound up interviewing over 20 CEOs, uh, and I got their stories. And then between my stories and their stories, I started to develop some some patterns, which then became the five principles of engagement. Not as neatly as I just explained it. It was kind of torturous, but it, it sort of worked out. And and then it all, once I once I was able to create this outline, then it it became much easier to sort of put the pieces together as a book. Great. So now having having brought forth the book and crystallized your thinking, I bet you've you've got a much clearer idea of where you would like this to go, perhaps a movement or something like that. Based on everything that you've learned 
through the process of writing this book, I imagine a lot of it was a process of self-discovery as well. In addition to putting your thoughts down on paper, it's also uh, really thinking through what you really think about various things. So if you were to encounter your 21-year-old self today, what advice would you give him? Well, it's really an amazing question you just asked me because I had lunch on Friday with my nephew, uh, who is 40 and was starting a new job at a new company today. And he wanted my advice as to how he could hit the ground running in this new job, in this new company. And clearly he had read the book. He made sure he told me he read the book and I found that I was able to, knowing he read the book, I was able to give him very specific advice about everything from how he should show up for work in terms of what his attitude is, um, how he should make an effort to collaborate on day one, set some very clear goals for 30, 60, and 90 days, give him some real guidance, how to build a strong relationship with his boss and his colleagues. And, and I, and it was funny because I did it with no premeditation. It just sort of happened while we were having lunch. And some of the things I had to tell him, because obviously I know him very well, were difficult and honest in terms of sort of some of the experience he's had to date. And he sent me a text today to just, you know, effusively happy about how, how uh, grateful he was that I was able to, you know, get him off on a good path. And I must say that it was extremely gratifying to get that from him today. I can imagine. Clearly, you know, it clearly meant that what I said to him last Friday really resonated. I I felt like it had when we were having lunch, but to get this, this note from him today really made me feel great. That is heartening. Yes, absolutely. So, so would the would the advice and the reason I'm asking the the question is many of our listeners are in the same place that your nephew was and that you might have been when you were 21. So, concisely, what would be three things you would tell yourself knowing what you know now? Well, I, I touched on one of these before, you know, when I, when I started out and by the way, it's interesting because no one ever told me this, but I was of the belief that if you worked hard, you were smart and you were very focused and you, and you showed your stuff, you would succeed. And, and, and I was, you know, fortunate that I was able to do that, but I think times are different now. This whole, this whole notion of working collaboratively, um, I think, I think it's assumed that when you get hired for a job, they assume you have the requisite skills, right? You know what you're doing. You've got the right education. You've got the right experience. That's why you're hired. That's, that's the starting point. That's not the ending point. But what separates you from everybody else is sort of everything else. And I think it's, it's how you engage. It's whether you treat this as a job that you're sort of punching a clock. I don't mean literally punching a clock, but you know, you can do your tasks and then go home or you can do extra. You know, you can think about 
where does where does your job fit within the overall context of the organization? How do you learn more about the organization so you can be more helpful? How can you think more expansively? How do you how do you work with your colleagues in a way where they're going to want to be on your team? Great. And they're going to want to have you on their team. Got it. You know, and you know, it's things like you never say I, you say we. True. You know, you're not promoting yourself. That's excellent. Steve, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Steve Goldstein. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Money doesn't grow on trees. So you'll probably have a better chance of growing your business with cranberries. What? Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And our guest today is Steve Goldstein, the author of Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami? So, Steve, that was, that was really interesting. Um, what, what have you heard from um, other people that have, that have read your book? I'm sure you've had some rave reviews. Um, so I'll ask you very quickly. Uh, we only have three, three minutes in this segment. Um, so what have you heard from other people? And um, then we'll, we'll get to how can listeners get a hold of your book? Great. So I think, you know, universally what I'm hearing uh, with very few exceptions, is that the book is easy to read. The book is extremely practical. The book really enables you to uh, take things that you can execute immediately. It doesn't involve spending money. I mean, other than buying the book, you know, implementing the five principles of engagement 
does not cost money, which a lot of programs, a lot of, a lot of things do. This is pretty much free. I think, I think the other thing that I hear very clearly is people like the humor in the book. They like the fact that the stories, as you indicated before, are, are powerful because they really, they really serve to make the points in a way that you're more likely to remember the principles because you're going to remember the story that's attached to the principle. Um, and I think people feel that, you know, it's, 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 it's a good read. And, and most people have told me they've recommended it to, to lots of others. So, I mean, that's, that seems pretty good from my perspective. Wonderful. So how might, uh, how might a listener get a hold of a copy of your book? So it's available at most bookstores. You can buy it at Amazon, at Barnes and Nobles, um, at Apple Books, iBooks. Um, so it's it's really available anywhere. You can buy books online or in most bookstores. Okay, so it's available in Kindle version as well as uh, physical paperback or yes. uh, hardcover. Hardcover. Yes, and interestingly, I never knew this, but but people are still buying hard hard copy books. I mean, uh, not, not just sure. my book, but all books are still selling about more than 75% in, in, in the hardcover edition. Absolutely. Absolutely. People do. For example, I typically only buy uh, fiction books in the electronic uh, Kindle version. Business books, I always buy hardcover so that I have them to refer to. Uh, because it's not something you read once and forget about. That's something that you exactly. go back to. And your book is certainly one of those uh, that you would go back to from time to time again. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for the time that you took to be on our show. Um, I would strongly encourage our listeners to uh, go to anywhere where they buy books, which is Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, or anywhere else, and get yourself a copy of Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami by Stephen D. Goldstein. Steve, thank you. Thank you, Dush. I enjoyed it. Pleasure. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.